Hello, pants heads. Producer Noah here. I hope you're all having a lovely summer so far. In his famous poem, Ode on a Grecian Urn, John Keats wrote that beauty is truth and truth is beauty. Personally, I find this hard to believe, as many truths that I know to be true are as ugly as they come. For example, hamsters are one of many species that make a habit out of eating their newborn babies. In 1964, an American scientist cut down the oldest tree in recorded history by accident. Oops! And each year, cargo ships and cruise liners dump 14 billion pounds of garbage into the ocean on purpose. Whether Mr. Keats thinks that these ugly truths are beautiful, and if he'd be willing to deface another Grecian urn to defend them as such, we'll never know, as he is dead. But as long as truth, beautiful or ugly as it may be, is still alive, we'll continue to bring you Pants Extinguished. My pants. On Pants on Fire, we bring on two grown-ups, one truth-telling expert and one lying liar. And we leave it up to a human child to help us figure out who's who. But on Pants Extinguished, we interview just the truth teller to learn more about his or her subject. So, if you haven't listened to our last episode on Clay, hit pause now and go back. Give it a listen. I'll give you a moment by cutting down the second oldest tree in the world. And when it falls, host Deborah Goldstein, along with her son Levi and our sound effects robot Lisa, will introduce the real expert. are back in the studio with our ceramic clay expert, Megan Murphy. Welcome back, Megan. Thank you. Thank you for a great job. Um, that was super interesting. I think clay is really cool. I feel like getting behind a wheel and just throwing stuff and molding stuff, and it's super exciting. And we are also joined in the studio by Levi. Yep. Welcome. And also, Lisa. Oh, don't make it all about me, but thank you. It's all about you. But also, it's about clay. <laughs> clay. And we're going to learn more about clay. Levi, you said you had a question that was right. just burning. What is your question I about called clay? I dibs. So. Okay, do it. Has there ever been a problem when uh, clay is drying while you're still making your creation? Oh. Yeah, so you can't add more stuff um, when it's too dry. So when you're working on something, it's best to keep it wrapped up and you can spray water on it to keep the environment moist so that you can keep working on it in a lot easier way. Very cool. Are there different types of clay that are better to use in sculpting than others? Um, definitely. For example, porcelain, because it's so fine um, and there's barely any um, big sediments in it at all, it's really hard to work with for sculpting because um, it remembers what you do to it and it's prone to cracking. I use a stoneware, um, so it's less pure than porcelain, um, but there's so many different kinds of clay and you can even like mix your own clay up, um, so it's really up to the artist. Does stoneware remember what you did to it? <laughs> I mean, every clay really has its own me has a memory and it remembers, but it's a lot more forgiving, is what they say. Yeah. Wow. Do they feel the pain of the wire as you cut it and scrape it? 
Oh. I feel like that's what I like about it too is like, you know, they go through this fire and so they kind of do have this life, you know, where they're wow. waiting and then they go through a fire and then they're finally solid. Sounds spiritual. Yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh. <laughs> so what was the first thing you have ever made out of clay? Um, well, if we don't count the Play-Doh when I was younger. You should count it. Nope, no, no, no. I said clay, not Play-Doh. Oh. They're not the same thing. The first thing I made was a coil pot. And coiling is a, the specific process where you roll, roll out coils, um, basically like snakes, and then you put the coils on top of each other to make the shape that you want, and then you blend them together. And I, had, I made like um, a pot. That was a historical Greek shape just to practice. Do you still have that? My grandparents have it. Oh, that's nice. Do you give everybody clay gifts, ceramic sculptures or <laughs> oh. gifts for birthdays and holidays and stuff? I mostly give them for Christmas, but I'm, I like kind of ask them, is it a, like, do you want this? Because there, <laughs> there was one year where I didn't give my aunt something ceramic and then... She was like, why didn't I get something ceramic? <laughs> and I was like, well, I gave you one last year. And she was like, no, don't ever stop giving me Aww. ceramic Aww. stuff. So that was nice. That's so nice. It must be pretty good. <laughs> I guess. And do you also work with a potter's wheel? Not normally. That's not my first choice. Um, but I know how to do it. And I teach kids how to use the basic wheel. Like you could do it in an emergency. Yes. yes. <laughs> if you were called on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Case of emergencies, exactly. I could do it. Ladies and gentlemen, this is your captain speaking. If anybody on this plane knows how to use a potter's wheel, report to the cockpit now. I'd just love to learn. So what's unique about sculptors compared to other forms of art? Like painters yeah. or... Yeah. Oh, I see. Mm -hmm. um, for me, what attracted me the most to sculpture is the fact that the thing I have to create, it has to interact with the environment that it's in um, and the space that it occupies. And so that's completely different, I think, from something flat, um, like a drawing or painting. And I also, I think I really like just the physical... Um, tasks of creating something 3D. What is your favorite sculpture not made by you? That's a tough question. There's so many. I'm, I'm a nerd and I like so many paintings and sculptures. I think maybe one that some people might have seen um, that you can see in New York actually is a Brancusi sculpture. I don't think it's ceramic, but um, it's a sculpture, abstract sculpture of a baby crying. I think it's called The Crying Aww. Baby, or... A good title. The Cry. <laughs> Why do you like it so much? It seems so sad. It's not sad, but, you know, all babies cry just because they need something, you know? They could be happy or sad, or they just need food. True. But I really like it, even though I make more um, naturalistic or realistic people, he creates them more abstractly so I really like how simple it is with the shapes you can you can tell what it is um, and that it's a baby even though it's just kind of this round thing so it can also symbolize how babies always are thieves because they steal attention no <laughs> no nope. you were a baby once 
Hard to believe. No. <laughs> and again, you will be soon. <laughs> yeah, that's We're not sending terrible. you back to babyhood. That's impossible. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Levi. Thank you, Lisa. And wholehearted thanks to Megan for a very cool and creative conversation about clay. Thank That's you. all the time we have. See you around, everybody. Bye. 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 Pants on Fire is a production of Gen Z Media on the web at bestrobotever.com. There you can check out more great Gen Z podcasts and learn how to participate on this one. Follow us on social media at Pants on Firecast for behind the scenes photos and more true facts. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next week. <laughs>